0: Welcome, everyone, to a very special Horrible Gamers Podcast Plus. You may be wondering what the hell is a Horrible Gamers Podcast Plus? Well, Patreon listener, that is a very special exclusive show only for Patreons. That's right. You people that have decided to financially support the show are getting exclusive, very exclusive content only available to you every day. From Monday through Friday, I will be dropping content for you. Uh, via audio so i will be talking about a different topic every day and um yeah so let's see if you like it let me know your feedback on it if you hate it if you love it let me know because i will be doing this every day so if you hate it just let me know be like i hate this if you love it let me know that too so i keep doing it it's all for you i want to show you the appreciation for you supporting the show financially and for you taking that risk on us um I wanna give it back and give you content to enjoy, whether it's driving, working out, hanging out, etc. This is special for you. So here's the very first Horrible Gamers Podcast Plus. Enjoy.
1: The latest on those two 12-year-old girls accused of nearly stabbing a friend to death, driven by the fictional Slenderman character. on a 12-year-old female. She appears to be stabbed. She appears to be what? Stabbed. Stabbed? Correct. Okay. Sir, are you still there? Yes. Hi, sir. So is are you with this 12-year-old female? Yeah, she says she's having trouble breathing. She said she was stabbed multiple times. Stabbed <laughs> multiple times? Yeah. Okay, sir, are you with her right now? Yes. Is she awake? She's awake. Is she uh, breathing?
0: In just a few hours, Morgan Geyser and Anissa Weyer are due back before a judge who could decide if their case will be sent to juvenile court. Right now, the two 12-year-olds are charged as adults with attempted first-degree intentional homicide.
1: We went to the park, I didn't realize that it was actually going to happen until Morgan lifted up her waistband and showed me the handle of the knife.
0: welcome ladies and gentlemen to a very special horrible gamers podcast plus show and today i will be discussing a very serious topic uh this topic is very dark it will have lots of uh gruesome details i will go into detail about certain acts of violence committed against a child by a child um so if you are the faint of heart, or don't want to listen to anything dark, uh, this may not be the right show for you to be listening to, anyways. Today, I have with me Gunny Chief Henley Merrill, my co host. Henley, welcome, dude. Everyone knows you. Say hey,
1: hey, hi, everyone. Uh,
0: oh, so today, Henley or Gunny, we're going to be talking about the Slenders man stabbing that happened back in 2014. Do you remember that? I do. Okay. Do you know much about it? Uh, I have a... Yeah, I do know about it. Okay. Okay. Well, we're going to go through I... the details about this. And I'll, I'll, I'll catch you up. Don't you worry, Gunny. I'll give you all the deets, bro. All the deets. All oh, right? Yeah. All right. So, w- while we start this, I want to go back. And I want to talk about Slenderman himself. So, Slenderman is a fictional character he is not real people <laughs> as real as some of you may think he is as real as my daughter thinks he is sometimes he is not real he is a made-up character he is fictional he is a uh, legit like michael myers he is made up he's a bad boogeyman that you know it's just kind of taken the world by storm on the internet and people have made up tons of folk- folklore and stories around him um so let's go back to 2009 on a thread called the Something Awful Internet Forum, uh, there was a Photoshop contest. And in this Photoshop contest, people were encouraged to create Photoshop images of creepy things, right? Like, like what is the creepiest Photoshop you can make? What is the creepiest thing you could possibly come up with? So you had tons of, tons of submissions. People were posting photos of abandoned asylums and, you know, like the, the creepy-looking asylum or a creepy-looking hallway or a tunnel or a forest. Uh, Different things like this were being posted in the forum. And all of them are pretty creepy. Uh, But one of the creepiest ones, if not the creepiest, was a couple of black and white images that were submitted by a user called Victor Surge. That was his username. Uh, So Victor Surge decided to post these two black and white images, and they had groups of children in, in the photo... And in the background of these photos, very back in the back, you can kind of see an image that was photoshopped into it. A character, a very tall, skinny, very creepy-looking character wearing a suit. And you couldn't really see his face. His face was kind of blurred out. Kind of like a blank face, Gunny. You know, like, it's just blank. It's just this weird, creepy-looking character.
1: Yeah, no nose, no face, no mouth.
0: Yeah, just he, So this dude posted these photos on this forum, right? On this Photoshop contest forum. But what he did that caught everyone's attention wasn't just the little creepy character in the background and the kids and the black and white photo. He actually added a caption to each photo. That's what made them stand out because it kind of gives him a backstory, like an origin. Where, where was this photo taken? So on the first photo, the following quote read, we didn't want to go. We didn't want to kill them. But its persistent silence and outstretched arms horrified and comforted us at the same time. Since the photo was taken in 1983, photographer unknown, presumed dead. So that's pretty fucking creepy, right? (laughs) It is. Uh, Under the second photo, Gunny, under the second photo, listeners, this is the following quote. It read, one of the two recovered photographs from the Sterling City Library blaze. Notable, notable for being taken the day which 14 children vanished and for what is, to, what is referred to as Slender Man. Deformities cited as film defects by officials. Fire at library occurred one week later. Actual photograph confiscated as evidence. 1986, photographer Mary Thomas Missing since June 13th, 1986. So now, now you have like a name. Now you put a name to this photographer the the second photo. Like now this is a real person. You made this person real. Uh, You made this photographer a real person now. So now like people really love this photo, right? They're like, yes, this is evidence. And, and, you know, obviously it's fake. It's Photoshop, but knowing the internet, uh, of course... This didn't stop many, many people uh to start um you know, creating like stories around uh Slenderman character. you know people were saying like, you know, Slenderman is real. I've seen Slenderman, Slenderman does this, Slenderman does that um so I mean, this is kind of where Slenderman started all the way back in two thousand and nine. Of course, he went viral. And uh, there was multiple fan art, cosplay, you know, creepypasta stories based around him. Um, you know, and even in the Something Awful thread, people were making stories up about this Slenderman. One user named Thoro Up actually made a story that was set in 16th century Germany involving a character called Der Grossmann. Uh, which was implied to be an early reference to Slenderman. So this guy was like, I know this. Like, their gross man is going to come get you at night. He's the evil, creepy guy that comes gets the kids, you know, that behave bad and all this shit. So, like, <laughs> this guy made this, like, story up. And, and, you know, people start reading these stories on the internet. And, you know, I read a story. I tell Gunny the story. Like, Gunny, have you heard of this Slender Man? And then Gunny goes and tells his wife. And his wife goes and tells her co-worker. And by the time, like... By the time you've heard about it in your hometown, this story is going to be completely different from what I told Gunny, right? It's just changing. It's getting more exaggerated time over time. Um, and it's just what kind of what happened to Slenderman. Of course, in 2012, there was a video game made about Slenderman. It was called Slender the Eight Pages. And... Um, Within the first couple months of release, the game sold over two million copies. Like it was downloaded two million times on Steam, Gunny. Wow, two million times, and then not just not just that, but I mean the game, um, you know, got several different updates and you know different ports, different styles of game. And another one, another game that was made around it was called Slenderman Shadow, and then another Slenderman for iOS came out, um. Then the, the sequel, Slender, The Arrival, came out in 2013. And then several independent films were made. I mean, lots of things are going around this Slender Man, right? Like, this is 2013, you know? Like, Slender Man is in his full height of, of fandom. People know who he is. People are creeped out by... And shit, I remember watching back in 2013 streams on Twitch of this Slender Man thing or whatever. You know, this video game that was creepy. I remember seeing those videos. All the people overreacting and stuff, you know, like the the, the YouTubers and the streamers overreacting to the, the slender man, the the faceless character that would grab you if you look at him or whatever, your screen turns to static. Um it was very viral. So, so yeah. He became popular. Time. Yeah. Anyways moving forward now to twenty fourteen. Three girls um you know were friends. 12-year-olds at the time of 2014. They were all friends. So, let's go back to that. You know, that time. There were three girls in a town called Wakusha, Wisconsin. And one of the girls' name is Morgan Geyser. Another one of the girls' names is Anissa Weir. And Peyton Leutner is the third girl in this matter. So on may thirty first of two thousand fourteen um Morgan and Anissa were hanging out. They were like best friends with this girl named Peyton. You know they were all best friends. Everyone knew that they were best friends from. The past, they knew them, I guess they knew each other since they were like in third or fourth grade, you know, like they've actually talked on the phone every single day, they were like BFFs forever, we're going to be best friends until we're old or whatever, you know, like that type of friendship when you're a kid, you think you have this best friend and you're going to be that person's best friend forever and ever and ever, well that's the kind of friendship these girls had, and in 2014, this friendship was kind of, you know, used to attack one of the girls um apparently morgan and anissa had become very huge fans of slender man they've started reading creepypasta stories about slender man they started reading the the different things of slender man the the promise that he will take you to his mansion in the other world or whatever like the other side and he has a special hidden mansion that he lives in and you know, he he pretty much either wants you to worship him or he's going to get you. <laughs> it's like pretty much just kind of like what it is, right? He's going to get you or you worship him or you better hope you never see him because he'll get you. Um, so these girls at the time were very fond of Slender Man and they, they wanted to join him in his world, I guess, his realm, I would call it. So, they were planning to murder someone. They, to join Slenderman in his realm, they had to murder somebody to get Slenderman to, like, accept them, or, you know what I mean? Like, like a sacrifice? Yeah, kind of like you sacrifice this person, or any, or any person, really. It could be anyone. Uh, and you can join Slenderman in his realm. Um, you know, so these girls made a plan. Their plan originally was to, um, stab their friend Peyton on May 30th. They invited her to come over for a sleepover and, you know, her parents, knowing the other girl's parents, knowing the girls are friends, the girl was like, yeah, yeah, I'll go over for a sleepover. She came over for a sleepover and... Everything seemed kind of normal at first, and, and the girls, Anissa and Morgan, later confessed to the police that they actually planned to murder her that night, but didn't. They didn't go through with it. They just couldn't. They just didn't, they didn't think they could get away with it, you know, doing it inside the house. It was just not feasible to do it, and so they decided to do it the next day. And the very next day, on May 31st, they went out and they hung out in the woods near their house. I'm assuming, you know, these kids live in Wisconsin, so they're pretty outdoorsy. I would assume that they're pretty outdoorsy, right? I mean, they live in Wisconsin, Waukesha, I don't know. I've never been there. It could be a very outdoorsy town or a very rural town. I don't know. I don't know if you've ever been there, Gunny, but I haven't.
1: Just from watching the stories... Yeah, the interviews and stuff. It looks very woodsy.
0: So they um, they decided to go out there and play hide-and-go-seek. During the time, uh, the, you know, they were like, the, the girls, they walk up to the forest. And at the time, Peyton was like, I don't know, man, like, should we really go into the forest? I don't feel comfortable going into the forest. And the other girls were like, Come on, don't be a chicken. Let's go play hide and go seek. They kinda like kinda peer pressure her, you know, like kinda like, Come on, come on, come on, let's go, let's go. And, and Peyton didn't really want to go. From the get go, she said she had a weird feeling in her stomach, like a gut feeling like this isn't right. There's something wrong here. Like, why why do they want me to go into the forest? This doesn't feel right. I wanna go home. But the other girls kind of forced her to go into the forest with them. You know what I mean? Kind of like a peer pressure thing. We've all been there, you know, where you don't want to do something, but you kind of get, you know, the, your friends keep pushing you and pushing you. And you're like, oh, guess. you know, we've all been there. I'm pretty sure you've been there, Gunny.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Nice. Yeah, especially Very when you're 12, there. you're a little more vulnerable.
0: Definitely. So she decided to go in there with them. And um, during the time they went in there, you know, they were playing the hide-and-go-seek Um and Leutner was actually with Anissa at the time. Uh, they were kind of split off. You know, they were like the ones hiding from the other person who was it. You know, she was playing, they were playing hide and go seek. Uh, so we believe that Morgan was it. Anissa was with Peyton. And Anissa kind of told Peyton, lay down on the ground. Go ahead, lay down, lay down. And Peyton was like, what the hell? Okay, you know, so she kind of lay down on the ground. But then Anissa sat down on top of her, kind of like, sat on top of her, you know what I mean, to pin her down. During the time they had her pinned down, uh Morgan showed up. And one of the girls had a knife. Um and apparently this it is said that Anisa had the knife. I'm not 100% sure here, but it said that she handed the knife over to Morgan. And Morgan was kind of like, I don't know if I want to do this, but you know, like hold her down or whatever. So Anissa kind of held down Peyton. As she was struggling to get up, and and Anissa kind of told Morgan, just go crazy on her, go ballistic. That's what she she's quoted saying, go ballistic. So the other girl, uh, Morgan, started stabbing Peyton. Repeatedly, over and over and over, stabbing her with a five inch long kitchen knife that they took from their home. Um, While she was pinned down, uh, Peyton was stabbed 19 times in her arms, her legs, her chest. Um, Very brutal attack. I mean, there's blood everywhere. You know, she's screaming for help. You know, she's like, she just freaking out at this point trying to survive um and and two of the wounds actually were very close to her heart they were very one of them was like like a millimeter from her heart so they said like if it actually punctured her heart a little bit but if it would have been a little bit to the left i think it would have like crushed a major artery and she would have pretty much had a heart attack and bled out within a minute they said so She's very lucky that didn't happen... But that could have happened to her... Um, during the time... This this attack was happening... Um, you know... They were like... You know... They kind of did the attack... And... Morgan and Anissa... Kind of told Peyton... Just wait here... We're gonna go get help for you... So... <laughs> like what the fuck... You know what I mean... <laughs> You're going to tell somebody to wait for you there after you just stabbed them a bunch of times, pretty much try to kill them. And you're going to tell them, wait here. I'm going to go get help for you. Like, no way, dude. So Peyton did the right thing. She struggled. She got up and um, the girls left. Obviously, they left Peyton there thinking that she was going to bleed out and die uh, but Payton was able to drag herself to a road that was nearby in the forest. Like, she knew this road was there, kind of. So she was dragging herself to get help. And a nearby uh, cyclist, like a person on a bicycle, was riding his bike nearby. And they noticed the girl. Like, this girl dragging herself out of the woods. Covered in blood and leaves and dirt. And like, what the fuck, you know? They were, like, freaking out, you know? And they called 911. Paramedics showed up. They were like, holy crap, what the hell happened? You know, they were freaked out. Everyone's freaking out, right? Everyone's freaking out at this point. Everyone's like, holy shit, what's going on? What's going on? Well, eventually the girl, Peyton, was able to tell police, paramedics, and her parents who did the attack, who attacked her. And and she said, it was my friend Morgan and my friend Anissa. I'm not sure she called her her. She called them her friends, but I'm, I'm, you know, I'm assuming she was like, I know them. I know who did this. This is who did it. At the time, Peyton couldn't really talk. She had to write things down on a piece of paper, like a notepad, and actually communicate that way because she couldn't physically talk. Her diaphragm was collapsed. Uh, they had, they actually stabbed her in her diaphragm, so it kind of like she couldn't speak. And she was having trouble breathing and all that stuff. So they made sure, like, yeah, you know, after surgery, she was able to write and communicate what happened. And real quick, after the police kind of were notified what happened, like, who did this, they said, um, you know, they started a manhunt for these two girls in the forest. Like, these two girls were on their way to find Slender Man's mansion. And that's what they were doing. Like, Like, Peyton knew, like, they fucking think they're going to go find Slenderman in the forest somewhere. And, and you know, Slenderman doesn't exist, but they think he's out there. And they're looking for his house, like his mansion. He has a mansion in the forest. And the only way they can see the mansion is if they sacrifice somebody's life. They try to sacrifice mine. And now they're trying to find his mansion in the forest. And that's crazy, man. Like, to me, I'm just like, wow, at this point, right? Like, it's just, I don't know what to think, Gunny. I mean, like, it's just terrible, man. Like, Fuck.
1: Uh, yeah, that that is, like how, like who did they teach themselves, you know, about Slenderman on the internet as they say, or was somebody else involved at this point? You know, I, that's what I'm thinking as well.
0: Yeah, no, it, it's just nuts, dude. It's just nuts. What is said that like they they found Slenderman themselves? They they found him on Creepypasta the website, and they were just looking him up, you know, looking up stories about him and his rituals and his. His myths and all this and that um, pretty much um, once they were caught near a highway um, the knife they actually used in the stabbing they were still carrying the knife so like you can tell these are kids right like they're not trying to get rid of the murder weapon they're not they're not thinking like an adult would think if they attack somebody and try to murder them these kids these are kids man like we got to think about rem- remember that they're kids they're 12 years old each. So, these two 12-year-old girls get arrested. The knife they used in the stabbing was actually in a bag that they were carrying. And both uh, Nisa and Morgan uh, were describing, uh, were described as feeling guilty for stabbing their friend. So, right away, like they told the cops, we did it. We're sorry. <laughs> like, we're sorry. They, started, they broke down crying. Like, we did it. We're sorry. Um, but they both said that they did it because of Slenderman. They had to make him happy. They had to make Slenderman happy. And, man, just just fucking wow. And this is when they actually said that, you know, they actually planned to attack their friend on May 30th the day before. During the sleepover, they said they planned to tape the victim's mouth shut. They were going to stab her in the neck. And then they were going to run away, like, from the house. Like, they were going to run away in the middle of the night. And they were like, uh, you know, like, they just didn't. Because apparently Morgan had, it is believed that she had wanted to give uh, Peyton another day to live. Like, a, like well, we're going to give her one more day to live type thing. Um, And then another plan that they had, apparently, besides this... uh stabbing at the sleepover was they were going to stab her in a bathroom at a park like okay like, hey, come to the bathroom with us real quick and they were going to stab her in the bathroom and kind of relief but they were like no that isn't going to work you know so they decided like the forest is the best way to do this slender man's going to love it the most there and that's where they were going to go anyways after the stabbing like this made headlines everywhere i don't know i remember you you probably saw this gunny i know we talked about it on the podcast um, it was crazy. It was fucking crazy
1: yeah when i when I first you know heard about this, like I mean immediately the video game popped up in my head because yeah. that had it it had not been on at that time. I only had an xbox three sixty so that immediately came to mind was did they do this because of the you know the game was you know what is their motive what's you know did they play the game? is that what it was, but I had no idea about the backstory up slender man
0: yeah and and yeah i mean i don't know if these girls actually played the game or not because there's no mention ever of the video game when they're these girls are being interviewed when they're being talked to i mean i saw some interviews with you know uh cbs cnn uh like all these fucking shows you know that, that do these crime you know like oh we're gonna talk to the victims or we're gonna talk to this person none of these interviews mentioned a video game none of them mentioned. Oh, uh you know, Morgan and Anissa were into this video game, you know, about Slenderman. They they were watching the streamer play this game. Never mentioned. Not once. What they do mention is that they found this Slenderman character because of creepypasta. So, and, it's crazy. You know, and
1: also it's related to some also cosplay and other items
0: as well well it, it's it was very popular at the time it was very uh it was just in the in the news it was everywhere man like everyone was talking about Slenderman. Slenderman was the hot shit he was like the the michael myers of 2013 2014 you know what i mean like he was the shit he was the scary guy to be that year um you know like <laughs> think about that, like I mean, um, for example, like if you think back to two thousand and nine, the scary shit was uh like all that found footage stuff like paranormal activity, right? like that was the stuff back then that was scary, and um nowadays, I don't know what it would be what would it, what would it be today uh, would it, i would even I'm
1: just thinking of it, but the clown.
0: The but clown stuff—that's stuff?
1: <laughs> coming. Well, I think that movie comes out pretty soon. The second part of it.
0: Yeah. So like but, the, uh, the clown stuff was actually pretty popular there, like a couple years ago, right? When it was coming out, it was being promoted. There was clowns everywhere. Remember that?
1: Yeah, and you know, you've got Friday the Thirteenth coming out again as well. Yeah. But I don't
0: think it's relevant. So like all these things were happening, and and you know like Slender Man was just a big. He was like in the, in the culture. He was pop culture at the time. He was the thing that everybody wanted to be. Everybody wanted to see. Everyone was afraid of experiencing. And there's different rumors about Slender Man. There's rumors that like if you investigate Slender Man, he'll come after you. Dun, dun, dun. You know, like he'll come after you and he'll, he'll haunt you and he'll try to get you or whatever. So like if you even research him, he'll try to do that to you. Uh, there's rumors that he'll come and get you in the forest. If you live near a forest, be careful, people. I live near a forest, so I'm cre- kind of creeped out. <laughs> you know what I mean? I drive through a forest pretty much every day to work. It's kind of crazy. <clears throat> but apparently, after this whole stabbing incident, you know, the day has passed. In the very next couple days, the Wakusha School District actually banned the Creepypasta wiki, like the website. Creepypasta was banned and blocked from the whole school district. Like, before that, kids could access Creepypasta anytime they wanted to. But after this stabbing, um, the school district wised up and they blocked content from Creepypasta and, you know, kids couldn't access that anymore, which is a good thing, I think. Um And, uh, you know, the creator of Slenderman, Eric Knudsen, who was the, you know, the, the guy who was under that Victor, whatever, handle that I told you earlier, he actually apologized. He said, like, look, quote, I am deeply saddened by the tragedy in Wisconsin, and my heart goes out to the families of those affected by this terrible act. Um, he said it was never his intention to, like, have Slenderman become this character that kids worshipped and or people worshipped in general, and you know he said it's not real like this guy it's a this is fiction, yeah, pretty much after this you know um the people who ran the wiki uh creepy pasta wiki you know they were um they were out there trying to do damage control, and they said, "Like, look, this 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 incident does not represent Creepy Pasta, the community around Creepy Pasta." He said, "Just because we like to read scary stories doesn't mean we are doesn't mean we are a bunch of murderers or satanic. You know, we don't do satanic rituals. We're not anti-religion. None of this stuff. We just love reading scary stories. You know, that's what we're into. Uh, doesn't mean we're bad people in general." Um, and and to their credit, uh, the members of the Creepy Pasta, like the the community, they did a twenty four hour live stream on YouTube, uh, June thirteenth to the fourteenth on two thousand fourteen, and they actually raised money for the stabbing victim. Um, so pretty much they helped raise some money for her medical bills and expenses that came out of the stabbing. Um, also. The governor of the state on August 12th in Wisconsin, Governor Scott Walker at the time, pro- proclaimed that Wednesday, August 13, 2014, was going to be Purple Hearts for Healing Day. And he encouraged the state of Wisconsin, the people of Wisconsin, to wear purple on that day to honor the victim of the stabbing. And um, they also had uh, a, in Madison, Wisconsin, they had a bratwurst festival to honor the victim On August 29th of 2014, where they had a bunch of people sell a bunch of hot dogs and stuff, you know, like kind of like a little festival type thing. And they actually raised $70,000 to give to the family for the medical expenses of, you know, the stabbing victim. It's terrible to see that this happened. But it does happen. And kids are very easily influenced, I think. Um, You know, so let's go into what happened to the kids after the attack. These are kids, remember that. In 2017, three years after the attack, Anissa Weir, she pleaded guilty, um, she pleaded guilty to being a party to attempted second-degree homicide, but claimed that she was mentally ill at the time of the attack. Um, So, pretty much... She said, "Like, look, I um, I did it, but I was mentally ill at the time, and uh, so the jury found her not guilty by mental disease or defect, and um, Morgan Geyser uh, accepted a plea offer, in which she would not go to trial and be, and she would be evaluated by a psychiatrist to determine how long she should be placed in a mental hospital, and." She later pleaded guilty and was found not guilty by reason of mental disease or defect. So Anissa Weir was actually sentenced to twenty-five years to life, and and pretty much in a mental institution like the. They pretty much said like, look, you're gonna be in like in a mental hospital, <clears throat> um, for twenty-five years to life, uh, but this sentence actually involved only at least three years in locked confinement and involuntary treatment in the state psychiatric institute. So pretty much they said you're going to have to do at least three years behind bars, right? Like you're going to have to be locked up somewhere physically for three years. And then after the three years, you're going to be under supervision for 40 years after you're released. So, she's 12 years old uh, at the time of the sentencing. She was, what, 15? This three years later. Um, so, you know, they say you're going to be under supervision until, you know... Oh, until she turned 40, actually. So, now for 40 years. It was until she turned 40. I'm sorry, people. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm reading all these details. <laughs> um, and uh, Morgan actually... Morgan was sentenced to, uh, let's see here. What
1: was it? I thought Morgan was three years. I thought her plea deal.
0: No, that was Anissa. Anissa's was like a three-year plea deal. Like where she got, I mean, she got sentenced 25 years to life technically, but a lot of it was like you got to spend at least three years behind bars and you're going to be under supervision until you're 40. Uh, But Morgan geyser the one of the girls i think believe us, who's actually stabbed a girl i think they both stabbed her but she was the one who kind of started it um she was actually sentenced to the maximum she got 40 years to life in prison and um she um you know got sentenced to uh, actually a mental institution because they said that you know she was mentally incapable and like she was kind of mentally psychotic at the time of the attack like she wasn't mentally there you know so they're like we can't put you actually in prison but we'll put you in a hospital um so that's kind of what happened so now in in 2019 january 9 2019 a couple weeks ago one of the two wisconsin girls who pleaded guilty to stabbing a classmate 19 times in 2014 is now appealing her case. Uh, says here that Morgan Geyser's attorney recently filed a court of brief arguing that Geyser shouldn't have been prosecuted as an adult because the girl believes Slenderman would kill her family if she didn't de- stab her 6th grade classmate. Uh, says here that there were bulls committed to mental institutions for stabbing Payton and uh, Leutner what? You know, the girl who was stabbed managed to crawl out and get help. Um, I mean, looking at these pictures, dude. I'm looking at a picture right now of this girl. Like, her mugshot. She's a fucking little girl, dude. Like, it is insane. It is fucking crazy. Like, just wow. Just wow. Wow. Just, I, I can't, I can't, I can't wrap my head around it, gunny. These little, I, I can't these are either. little I, fucking girls dude
1: I just keep going back to there's gotta be like an adult involved <sighs> but it it's not there's no nothing here that no evidence here that shows that
0: yeah I mean not even
1: the conclu- conclusion
0: yeah and it's and it it's sad man because you know at the end of the day these girls were twelve and they actually committed a crime that could have been murder it was attempted murder for sure and they legitimately committed the crime they they tried to kill their friend um they showed remorse and they said that they were mentally ill at the time which i could agree with um but they actually planned it out and then that's kind of premeditation they did it you know they had plans to do it they they even said like look we were going to do it the day before we were going to do it the night before in our house, but we decided not to. So we decided to do it the next day in the forest. And that's just kind of crazy to me. Um, yeah. That's,
1: that's definitely premeditated murder. And I went, and when I, when I read that when Anissa, I believe was the one that held down Peyton, Yeah, held her down. She said she couldn't breathe. They even said, you know, she said, I can't breathe. You're holding yeah. your on my chest. Mm-hmm. That just, just, Just gave me chills.
0: Yeah. Peyton at the time said I couldn't breathe and the other girls were just kinda like, Whatever, you know. Like, we're gonna kill you. Like, who cares if you can't breathe? (sighs) It's saddening to read this stuff, but I want to read it because, you know, this stuff happens and I wanna bring it to the light. I wanna know let people out there know that. You know, some people may associate this with the video game Slenderman, and now you know that it had nothing to do with the video game. But yet, most people that see this or hear about this story, or or somebody tells them about the Slenderman stabbing, oh yeah, those girls were playing that video game. It's like, no, they weren't. They weren't playing that video game at all. They were just fucking reading shit on the internet. Uh, After
1: (sighs) being Mm -hmm. this on the news... Uh, And it was on every channel, everywhere. Uh, I never played the game and still have it to this
0: day. Yeah, I never played the game myself. I've, of course, seen it. Um, Slenderman continues to be a topic that kids talk about. Obviously, my daughter has brought him up a few times. You know, she's mentioned him to me like, oh, Slenderman. And I'm like, I always have to tell her, you know, like, I make sure to tell her Slenderman isn't real. She's like, what? I'm like, Slenderman isn't real. Like, he is made up he's a fake thing you know what i mean like i try to tell her you know like like he is not real but little kids are not going to really believe you they're always going to be creeped out by it but you got to kind of like reassure them you know what i mean like it's not real you know don't believe in this stuff it's entertainment um and that's kind of like how i always raise my daughter i always try to you know She's watched zombies and stuff. She was like a little girl, so she doesn't really believe in zombies and all that other creepy stuff, so she doesn't. I'm pretty sure like in the back of her head, she knows Slenderman isn't real, even though she is kind of creeped out by him. I could tell. She probably knows he isn't real. Um
1: Yeah, and my and my son <clears throat> would have been 7 at the time. And I know he had his Galaxy Tab and yeah. YouTube and things like that, but I don't recall him ever Bringing that up, or us ever having a
0: conversation about, about Slenderman. Slenderman, yeah. Um, he obviously knows and, who Slenderman is. If you go and ask him, like, "Yo, who's Slenderman?" He's gonna tell you exactly oh, who Slenderman is.
1: For for the listeners out there, if you know, for you guys remember, you guys, girls remember back then where if it was viral, it was on every, every channel. It seemed, you know, I think today's a different time. Definitely, where we've got a wide variety of content.
0: Yeah. Um, I just want to say real quick that Morgan Geyser did have a family and so did Anissa and so does Peyton they all have families they all have parents and at the end of the day these were children and I want to mention real quick that on Facebook there is a support Morgan Geyser Facebook page type thing And her family has been posting photos of her. And you can't help but look at a child. You're like, man, this is a little girl, you know. They post photos of her at the forest. Photos of her petting her dog. Photos of her smiling, being cheesy. Photos of her being goofy. They post stories about her. Um, They post how unfair it is to sentence a child to 40 years behind bars in a mental institution. Um, while her friend got three years behind bars and out, you know, she's kind of out or whatever. After the three years, after she serves the three years, she can have the possibility of being released. I, I mean, personally, I-, I feel like, I don't know, where I stand on this, Gunny. (laughs) I don't. Yeah, it's hard. And it's not funny. I'm not laughing at the case. I'm not laughing at the matter. I'm I'm laughing at myself because I'm like, how the fuck would I judge this? I don't know how I would judge this. How how do you sentence a 12-year-old that attempted to kill somebody, but you know that they were mentally influenced by this thing that isn't real? How do you judge that?
1: And also, you know, and I'm not sure where I stand on it either because, you know, I have a, I have a brother who's not much younger than I am, and you know we're now in our 40s, and he spent time in and out of mental, mental institutions. And he's never been truly a violent person, but, uh, I mean, how do you – the other thing would be that – I don't know. How much time do you give? Do they go to the actual prison? Are they only mentally ill for a certain amount of time? before they're cured is, is, you know, that's the other thing, too, you know? How do they determine that, you know, to say that, yeah, you're now cured or now you've, you've completed your sentence from what you've been, you know, institutionalized?
0: Yeah. I mean, so I'm looking at some posts, you know, on the Facebook page that they have here, and, you know, there's a link where it shows that, Morgan Geyser is appealing her 40-year sentence and the Slender Man stabbing. And there's people on here commenting, you know, like, you know, these girls, they deserve a chance, you know, no matter what they did. We understand that what they did is horrible, but at the same time, they were just children when it happened. Um, you know, they need to be treated instead of punished. And I would argue that being sent to a mental institution... Is showing that they they do want to treat these girls instead of punish them, <laughs> um, because they could have been sent to prison, right? Like,
1: right. They could have just said, "You're yeah, yeah,
0: that's it. There's you're no you're not mentally ill. You're going to prison no matter what. Like you're going there. You know, like that's where you belong." And they didn't. They they sent them to a mental hospital for mentally ill people. So, yeah. Um. But lots of these, you know, it's just sad to me that, like, lives were ruined and all over, like, this fake fucking character it's made up. And these girls were influenced by stories surrounding him, stories that weren't real, stories that were just made up.
1: It almost makes me question my own mind where I think, is Slenderman real? Like, well, it's real to them, you know? I, I mean, I know yeah. he's not real. He's a fictional character, but yeah. they believe he's real.
0: Yeah. I, that just that just boggles my mind. I mean, they like for example, like Morgan they, thought like Slenderman was gonna kill her family if she didn't do this. You know, like yeah, that's the thing where, yeah, if they don't do this, you know, they're gonna come after them. And That's the last thing they wanted. You know, it's just it's sad, dude. It, it really is. Um, and and I feel bad for the victim too. Don't don't get me wrong. The victim is a, a, she's the victim of this whole situation. She had nothing to do but go with her friends to hang out. And, and you know, she ended up being attacked by her best friend. You cannot imagine how that would probably feel that betrayal, that mistrust, that you'll never gonna have you'll never have trust with people again. Something like that happens to you. And that's damaging, you know, and I hope that in life, you know, that she got through it and she survived. I hope that that she's in a good place you know and i hope that she's doing well i hope that she's thriving i hope that i'm wrong i hope that she has a lot of friends and she trusts them and and all that <laughs>
1: and also that she's getting the psychiatric care that Definitely. she obviously needs uh not like institutionalized, but from you know Counseling, i'm not even talking medication but cetera, just someone you know yeah a doctor
0: Yeah, because she went through a lot, dude, and she actually had to learn how to talk again and all that stuff because of the wounds that she received. Um, And it's said that she returned to school that very next school year, went back to school or whatever, and, you know, started living her life again. And I'm proud of her. I'm proud of her for doing that. I'm proud of her for being able to, you know, stand up and be like, you know what? No, like, I'm going to continue living my life. Don't let this let me down. Um, So... Props to her. Shout out to her. You're awesome, Peyton. You're a very awesome girl. Um, But as for Anissa and Morgan, there were just two 12-year-old girls that I believe were just misled and influenced at a very young age. Very easy influence. Like, you can can influence a kid, man. And a 12-year-old kid is so, so easy to influence, dude. Like, that's why, unfortunately, we see so many bad things happen, you know, to to young kids because they just watch TV. They're, they're influenced by so many things, by not just video games but movies, etc. You know, everything influences them and their friends and everything you know around them. Um, and who knows how these girls got to know Slender Man? Um.
1: Yeah, we don't. I don't. We don't know we don't the really details. Too. It could have been. Yeah. You know, was it just creepy? Positive? Was it? a compilation oh, yeah. of was it their videos. friends
0: yeah their friend uh, coming up with like oh have you heard stories. of the slenderman guy and they're like what the fuck is slenderman like like oh you haven't heard of slenderman you fucking suck you you're dumb Look at you don't know who slenderman is ha ha you know like and then from there you know you go and you google slenderman and you find a youtube video then you find a youtube video you find another video that shows slenderman in real life with found footage it's just like all these things happen, dude and it could just be a uh, you know, like it could a little just snowball. Be that, just snowball that keeps you know, growing.
1: And you know, speculation could be that Morgan and Niece were just going down that rabbit hole, you know. Yeah. Our evil place they went to.
0: And they got they got pretty deep. And now they're paying the consequences for that. Luckily, at the end of the day, no one died. You know. Because it could very well turned out that the girls got... They could have got shot by the police. You know, like, the cops could have shot them. You know? Had they not, like, surrendered right away? Had they decided, like, you know what? We're going to run at the cops with the knife. Right. They had it in the
1: bag. They could have been holding
0: it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, all that stuff played out in their favor, I think. And they're very lucky to be alive and to be, you know... They're not lucky per se for being locked up, but they're lucky because they're alive and they have a second chance of receiving treatment and maybe someday redeeming themselves. Whether it's five years from now or 45 years from now, uh, at some point they'll be able to have that opportunity, you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Yeah, and they've got mothers Uh, and fathers and siblings So,
0: so think about that guys like you know there's victims and everything and, and a lot of times the victims are the victims but at the same time the the assailants their families are the victims too because their families suffer obviously morgan's family is suffering they miss their their daughter their niece they want her back home they say it isn't fair for a justice system to treat her like an adult and you know so we'll see what happens so anyways this was the Slenderman Stabbing story of Anissa, Morgan and Peyton three 12 year old girls who were friends back in 2014 and that was it so I want to say thank you to the listeners out there if you have a topic that you want me to discuss go ahead and send it in Email it at feedback at horrible And, um, as always, I want to thank you Patreon supporters for being the people that support the show financially. And for that, I want to thank you so much. I want to, I want to just provide content for you, hopefully every day, as much as I can to, uh, make it worth it your while. Um, thank you. Thank you, Gunny, for joining me tonight. It was awesome. I, it was crazy talking about this. I didn't think I was going to get that deep into it, but we apparently did.
1: Yeah. Wow. Just wow. Thank you, listeners. Thank I appreciate you. it.
0: Anyways, I'll be back tomorrow with another topic. Of may not be so dark. It may mean, be, be, be lighthearted or something, you know? Um, so I'll be back. Goodbye. Later.